You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! <laughs> Patrick's Day special. Oh, it's a, it, we promised and uh, we promised and failed to deliver a Sean Duty episode because um, did we promise? Bo- I thought we were just kind of talking shit. I didn't realize no, we, we were, promised that we were talking shit. But but people, some people seem to have thought that um, it was going to be the Sean Duty episode where we delve into the life of Sean Duty. But look, our our whole thing is that we're going to actually set up the Sean Duty dating game, which is going to be great. Yeah, you'll and, know, man. You'll know. <laughs> you'll know. Okay, just fucking cool your jets, man. Three people fucking got Dial it on back. Facebook. Dial that shit back. I like that you're into it, but... God is Sean Duty into it? Is a question. I haven't talked... I actually, I have not spoken to Sean Duty since episode 10's recording. Uh, I don't I don't know what's going on. Wait, really? What's well, the story? Well, I don't, I don't talk to him that much. I mean, I think you definitely talk to him more than I do. That's, that's very sad, because I talk to him about once every two weeks. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Wait, so, like, you just don't, like, take me into that world for a minute. You just don't ever talk to him. No, I'll get the occasional text. I'll send the occasional, like, when we find out one of our former roommates is a sex offender, we'll, you know, we'll yeah. share a text. Um, but it's uh, it's a rarity that I'm in the same room as Sean Duty. <laughs> well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to certainly have to come down so we can get everybody in the same room again. Maybe that's why you wanted to sleep over last time. So he, he can be close to you. Yeah, it's he missed possible. your presence. He's like, oh, my old friend Andrew from high school. Remember him? It occurs to me I don't talk to anybody anymore. Like I just don't I don't use my mouth anymore. There's going to be a point in my 70s when I suffer a seizure and I can't use it anymore. I, it won't affect my life at all. I'll just I'll, I'll text the guy at the grocery store. How much is that? Hey, you still How talk much to me? is that? How I know much this, is the it's still you, this you is and the I most still I talk. talk this is we're, it. We're jamming. So that's 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 good. This is the most I talk during the week too except at work, but I don't. I won't dare say what I say on the podcast at work. Yeah, that shit doesn't count. Yeah, that shit doesn't count. So uh, I'm currently drinking a, uh, let's see, I'm going to get the proper, I'm drinking, uh, finally, it cost me a lot of money, and it's uh, not available in every store, so I'm, I'm going to use this momentous occasion to announce that I'm drinking a Monster Energy <laughs> Absolutely Zero drink right now, and I also uh, bought a pint of ice cream. So, wait a minute, wait, wait, so you got this, is it the Zero Carb uh, Monster Energy drink? <laughs> Yes. You got the zero carb energy drink and a pint of ice cream. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, yes. And much much like my life, it's complete that's that that is that is the absolute like bottom line of my life. If you yeah, ever want to like just yeah, just everyone just illustrate my life. I, I am the monster the the absolutely zero calorie, zero carb monster drink next to the pint of Stewart's ice cream <laughs> that I will devour while watching uh, you know, American Idol or some shit tonight. <laughs> That's my life. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, uh, as I informed the, um, the Tumblr community, and now I'll inform everybody else, I went on a date. The girl that I oh, mentioned, yeah. the girl I mentioned in episode 14, the girl with the armpit hair and the tattoos and, like, my dream girl, and she looks so good, I, I said, fuck it, and I did a, a little leg work. Not you went kind, on not, fucking Facebook, didn't you? No, no, she doesn't have a Facebook. Uh, which made things challenging. Uh, but I did a little leg work, and not the good kind of leg work. To get uh, to get her phone number, and I got it. A good friend of mine uh, texted a couple people and got her number. So she's got a phone, but no Facebook. It's true. What's up? I'm not sure. She's she's kind of a hermit. She lives that solo life. All right. Uh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, so I guess it was a total anomaly that I saw her at that show because she doesn't doesn't usually go to shows and she just lives a very insular, normal life. Yet is you know. Really it has a it. has a fa- has a tattoo of uh, Spike from the Gremlins tattooed on her cheek. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> and uh, but well, blows came to go. Not uh, I'm uh, hungover and sad, and my meds are all fucked up, and I may not be able to talk that well. So, bear with I'm, me. I'm actually working out again right now. Oh, yeah, I hate you so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am. Uh, I am. Uh, my was switched to Seroquel XR extended release, and it makes me lightheaded, and it's like makes my tongue fucking uh, I can't sometimes it makes me speak uh, not not in a great way so, All right. <laughs> and it makes me piss and it makes me piss every five minutes which is amazing I like um, recording these on Sundays because we're vo- we're always in very different shapes on Sundays you're really hung over and Sundays are like my fucking my like carb load just fucking like uh, eat brownies all day day so I'm I'm fucking going for it. Yeah, Andrew. Though I have to, I have to kind of latch onto your train though, because you have like that nice life, and I, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. I have to stop drinking so the much. Jury's out on on how much how nice my life is, but well, uh, I'll, I'll take I'm, the compliment. I'm, where I'm, I'm get it. 35, and I just started drinking like lots of beer. So <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, like today I filled in for a friend of mine at, at a record store locally. And I just had to drink, like, two big uh, Modelo beers, <laughs> like, with, totally licking my wounds. And I, the Seroquel is no joke. It is for people with, like, psychosis, which I have. Um, people, it's like, you know, like, losing touch with reality, confusion. Yeah, um, it's absolutely kind of unplugging. Yeah. And, I, and they're really not supposed to drink at all. And I had, like, two beers, so whatever. Um, but it's, like, hit me hard, this fucking Seroquel XR. I was on normal Seroquel, but... They're like, well, you know, if you miss, like, you have to take it, like, right at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I was always missing it, and it wasn't really helping. So they're like, oh, we'll give you XR, and it's kind of an extended release. You can take it whenever you want. And I'm like, okay, but it's, like, a completely different formulation. And it's really fucking me up. <laughs> so uh, so that's why sometimes I say things that, like, I just went on, like, a weird tangent, and I, I just, you know... <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right. All right. <laughs> through Hi. the magic of editing, we'll get through this one. Through the magic of, of editing, we'll get through this one. Well, um, so I'm back on my meds, but not doing well. Anyway, I went back. I, okay, so I so I did some legwork. Talked to this girl. It's like, hey, let me take you to uh, the Asian market, of course, and then I'll take you out for some pho. 
um, Vietnamese soup for you uh, uncultured Philistines the, out there. the flyovers. Yeah, you fucking flyover motherfuckers. Like the one person in North Dakota or South Dakota who listened to us. Uh, pho is a Vietnamese delicacy. He was waiting for you to say the K. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to go out for like uh, Asian market and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was Andrew. It was the best, like the best date I've had in years. All right. It was awesome, and she's awesome, and so cool, and she's right on time and right on the line, and it's fun and it has like armpit hair, which is so fucking hot. And um, like a cool hair, and she's really into cool stuff. And she, like, but she didn't know like she never had Vietnamese food before. So I like brought her into my world, you know. All right. I'm like, you know, next time I'm gonna take you to fucking, you know, Ethiopian food shit. And we're, oh we're, yeah. We're talking about like having like cute little conversations, talking about the difference between like Asian coffee and South American coffee, and fucking shit you talk about and forget about immediately. Mm-hmm. And so everything's going great. And then we go to the grocery store and we're buying shit and she like starts with that like cutesy but also kind of dirty talk you know and I'm like oh my god this couldn't Whoa. be going this couldn't be going any better I've got a fucking rony here you know to, parap- <laughs> to paraphrase Bobby Brown I've got a fucking rony on my hands here man she's a super fly girl like no question and I'm like you know she like this doesn't usually happen to me so I'm like flying on cloud 10 fuck cloud 9 I'm on cloud 10 about all this Go back to her apartment. Turns out it's right next to where I lived for three, three and a half years. So that was really weird. No shit. Yeah. And I pull in the parking lot and I pull up. Ne- I just park in a Oh, parking I know exactly the one you mean. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, now there's a parking de- lot involved. I got it. Yeah. Delaware Avenue. And uh, I park right next to her car without knowing what her car is. And she's like, oh, that's weird. You parked right next to my car. And I was like, oh, it must mean something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. And that, <laughs> maybe not. So, like, I'm totally saying, look, I'm going to be a gentleman. I'm not even going to try to move in on any type of sexual, like, activity tonight because I actually like her, you know? And so we're just talking. We start watching Trailer Park Boys, which is, like, funny, I guess. It was cool, you know? Really sweet girl. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm about to leave. Got my shoes on. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, so can, I, uh, so can I see you again soon? And she's like, see me how? Like, like dating? And I'm like, uh, yeah, we just had an awesome date. And she's like, well... I kind of just broke up with my boyfriend in December, so I feel kind of still broken up. So, but we can be, hang out and be buds. Ah, it's probably a long walk back to that car, huh? Oh my god! And ah, uh, I'm gonna be 36 soon, Andrew. <laughs> okay, like, can some fucking Roni out there just decide she wants to date me for a little while? It's been over a year, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, but Listen, was, I gotta, I gotta get at this girl and fucking set her ass straight. That's, that's what a couple uh, people said today. <laughs> so yeah, like holy fuck, she's she got her head all turned around. She's fucking acting a fool. But I, yeah, but I couldn't even be mad because she did it. She was honest in a cool way. I, I was strung along for ten months with a girl who felt the exact same way. So I said, I thank you, and you know, we made like tentative plans for this week. But you know how that shit goes. Oh, blah blah blah. Oh, my God. But the funny thing was, like, as soon as I got in my car, I forgot that I was listening to, like, I got in my car and, like, the sports radio was on. 
like on low because we were talking in the car. Mm. I turn it up and just hit the CD player, and I have Cameo "Don't Be Lonely" in the in the fucking <laughs> CD player, and it comes on immediately. And I'm like, ah, oh. it's like so. It's like the roll credits moment where that that's like the soundtrack to me driving out of the parking lot. It's like, don't be lonely. See, I assumed like, you just sat in the parking lot, gunned the engine in neutral, and screamed. Um, no, not quite. Uh, Had like I a real d- fucking uh, uh, what was his name from Ferris Bueller moment where he just fucking flips out. I've done that before in my life, All but right. no, I I I, I elected to uh, turn right on St James Place. And stop at the red light there while Cameo was playing. And I just said, God damn it, motherfucker. God damn it. Why? And then that was it. And then I cooled off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, like, I was fi- I mean, I managed to be, like, charming and funny and cool, I think. No, Even though I was in, like, a haze because those new, these new meds, this new version of these meds are, like, really fucking me up. <sighs> but... So that's my life right now. I'm fighting off because I was the type of person I would get into like a fucking state over this for like mm-hmm. months, but I'm pretty much over it as I'm talking because this is very cathartic and nice to talk about. But it's like, man, can I just get can I get a break? You know, can I can I get like a table dance or like a, a, a brother can you spare a dime that kind of shit? I'm in like Listen, that kind I'm, of mode. I'm coming up there. I'm gonna fucking uh, I'm gonna set her ass straight. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, knock on let's knock on her door. Let's just say, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. First, it's like you know, like Listen, I'm in sales, <laughs> man. I'll fucking I'll sell the virtues of you all day. It's all right. I would love it if you sold. It. Maybe sometimes you need to sell the virtues of me to me. So if you could just give me like a, like a weekly <laughs> affirmation. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. See um, what I can do. I was just, you know, but I, I was happy with myself and I was impressed with myself that I, I was so, being out of the game for so long and being so, being a turnoff to women for so long, I was still able to be like, go on an awesome date and create an awesome date. I think we went to the Goodwill. Oh, it was like cool stuff that fucking young hip people do. You know, that I sounds guess. fantastic to me. I'll, well, uh, I'll go yeah, out with you. I, yeah, you go out with me? Oh my yeah, God, why not? That's great. Oh, that's awesome, Andrew. That's why I was kind of bringing this up, because I was hoping that maybe you would help me get through this tough time. I got it. I understand subtext. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Now, what we have, we have, we live so far away from each other, though. We'll have to, like, Skype and, we'll like... We'll have to fall, Skype in, man. That's it. Yeah, we'll have, but we'll have to, like, Skype and, like, fall asleep together, facing each other on <laughs> Skype. And then you, like, wake up, and you're still on Skype, and I'm like, wake up, baby. Time to go to work. And they're like, oh, my uh, God, I can't believe... I, I heard people talk about that. That's actually how people do long-distance relationships. They fall asleep together on Skype. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. On, I'm on Skype for, like, 45 minutes, and I'm like, you know, if I could check it Facebook, I'm like like watching a movie and I'm like yeah yeah okay uh-huh. yeah yeah <laughs> like I couldn't you know I don't know we know man. a dude I don't know I don't know if you had heard this uh, when if this was still in the band or after uh, you had left but we know a dude who uh, drums for or drummed for a uh, pretty big band might still I don't know and when they would he was dating a girl he was really into and when they would do breakdowns and he would be doing double kick parts he would put his sticks down and pick up his Blackberry and text his girl while playing and then put it down and then start to play again. That's a long distance shit. Oh, I know exactly. Dude, that was me in Germany waiting, hearing the text come through. <laughs> hearing the text come through while I have my phone plugged in on top of my amp. like, And I would walk over as I'm playing a song, wait for the ring out part and check my texts. That's exactly what I did. All right. Oh, fucking kill me now. I'm like really 
like this might be like over overnight drive like uh by overnight drive 20 um you, you might be after having to broadcast by a mental hospital or from Listen, a mental hospital you finish up that monster we're bringing you back up that's it right, i'm almost done man i got this. all right i drank an espresso soda a little before we started that's uh, that's gonna hit me pretty soon i'm glad it didn't explode all over your freezer this time no no i uh made sure it was only in the fridge <laughs> i probably played this one smart Good. I'm glad uh, to um, to the AstraZeneca Corporation. You are preventing me from speaking clearly. The, the manufacturers of Seroquel XR, and you're making me feel weird. I hate you so much. So what's the deal? Are you just you're on this shit permanently now, yeah, or they're going to switch you back to the other one? I don't know. I don't right. know. I uh, part of my. I mean, I'm on medication for the rest of my life, which is a dra- which is a drag. But I mean, it, it's, it could be worse. I could be on like I could have AIDS and be on AZT. Yeah, you could be swinging life. a samurai sword at a cop in Indiana right now and not understand what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I am completely in control of my capacities. I am not. I don't get confused. I don't get that dissociative shit anymore, which is great. But it's just whenever you do a meds change, it's like oh. For like a month, it's like wow, unbelievably. Like my, I'm tongue-tied a lot, especially today, and it doesn't make for. So if you're out there, you, you can. Uh, this is like a dark podcast because I had just had that soul-crushing experience with. It really is. This is getting heavy already. No, well, you know, uh, women are my trigger, and this is like my ideal, like ugh, ideal woman. We had like a whole, right. we had a whole like half hour talk about body hair, and I was like so hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, no idea, dude. I was like, oh, totally. And there's no reason why a woman should shave anywhere, really. And she's like, oh, right on. I'm like, yes, this is going to be so awesome. Right on. I know you don't agree, dude. <laughs> I know. What if, you, what if you came home and your girlfriend was like, you know, I'm going to, like, you know, I'm giving up shaving for Lent. And you're going to have to, like, uh... You're gonna have to do some Steve Irwin shit, you know, bushwhack him. Don't move. Don't put me in that position. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a conversation happen, we need to have on the air. <laughs> it's, it could happen, dude. No, that's bad. You can edit that out if you'd like. Um. <clears throat> anyways, enough about me, man. Because uh, I feel like uh, it's. I just talk about myself way too much. Um. Uh, how was your week, pal? Now that I've talked about my perils for 17 minutes and wasted everybody's time. I honestly, I don't know what I did this week. That's how boring my week was. I have no <laughs> fucking idea what I did this week. Uh, they, uh, I, I went up to a different spot. I worked in a different location uh, for uh, two days out of the week, and it was, it was up in the Upper East Side. And it was very boring. I talked oh, wow. to a lot of um, extremely affluent and extremely old people. <laughs> so you uh, talked to Bob Dylan, essentially. No, not even. Not even Bob Dylan. Just... Uh, just random fucking like, <laughs> like ra- people who are lawyers in the '60s who have somehow survived through the miracle of modern medicine to uh, you know to their hundred and tens. They still have money, and they're like, I don't, I don't like this. To their hundred and tens, and they yeah, still have money. I love that. Yeah, they all look um, like the crypt keeper. It's just, it's fucking awful. Did I ever I got, tell you my Bob Dylan story? Uh, not on the podcast. I would love oh. to hear. This was uh, this was what. I want to say six months ago. About six months. I I was at the Barclays Center in uh, in the bowels of the Barclays Center, working <laughs> in. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, working in uh, the the suite of one of the owners, doing some you know just install work, getting him uh, a sound system, all that shit that fucking rich people really don't need and want. And I'm playing the speakers really loud, just making sure they're gonna work and everything's good. And I, there's a band sound checking. I'm just not paying attention. I don't give a shit. 
and I'm playing the speakers, and someone taps me in the shoulder, and I turn around, and in my face, in, like, kissing distance from me, is Bob Dylan. Wow. And he's like, hey, do you think we're going to be loud enough tonight? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, saunters away, and my fucking mind broke. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he walked away. There was just two seconds where I'm like, I'm going to lay in the grounds. I don't know. That's the only way I know how to process this information is fucking horizontally. Think we'll be loud enough tonight? Like, he was doing (laughs) that total, like, uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, what am I supposed to, like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was very, very weird. I would have been like, man, Mozambique's my favorite song. I only like one song of yours. It's Mozambique. By the time I even really processed what happened, he had already he was already like twenty feet away. Any further communication would have been awkward as shit. I would have so yelled, I was just man. like, you know okay, me, man. I, I went, went all out. He would have just gone for it. <laughs> yeah, when I worked at Kim's on St. Mark's, uh, little Stephen from uh, <laughs> little Stephen from the E Street Band came in. Oh and yeah, and I, we were like, yeah, dude, right on, little Stephen. He looked at us. He's like, yeah. And about when he was about to leave, he got a little too far away, and I'm like, hey, Miami Steve, good luck in the Super Bowl, dude. And he like walked out and then turned back in. <laughs> he walked out and then turned back in. He's like, what'd you say? I was like, Miami Steve. He's like, people don't call me that anymore. I'm little Steven now. I was like, no shit. Fucking uh, get it. Like this shows you no matter how much sense, how much money you have, your sense of humor probably goes out the fucking door. Especially if you're talking to the same people all the time. Like oh, yeah. you know, like then he get the joke. I am calling you Miami Steve, man. You know, you know, we're not gonna play Sun City. Remember that song, man? Mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to vibe with him. No. If not you're happening. if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan, I'll take you down for a minute and explore uh, Little Steven, aka Miami Steve's solo work and Clarence Clemens' uh, solo work. Uh, his uh, <clears throat> not to speak ill of the dead, but Clarence Clemens did a song with Jackson Brown that might be the most homoerotic song and video of all time, where they just proclaim their love for each other, which is oh, yeah. it's called You're a Friend of Mine, but it goes a little further than that. I think they got into some soft buy stuff. Alright. It's lonely on that bus. You're a friend of mine. Yeah, exactly. It does. You know, it does get lonely on that bus. We've known. We've we've been on a bus, kind of. Um, you never went on the Euro tour. It's lonely in that foot smelling van. It's lonely in that foot smelling van, listening to Rush tapes and shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you brought up Little Steven though, because Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen, two super iconic bands or performers or whatnot. That I just do not give a shit about in any capacity. I, you know, we, like they I could don't. both disappear, and I wouldn't even lose. I wouldn't. I'd go to sleep, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's weird." Okay, good night. I like dancing in the dark. I like. Um, let's see what else. I like Glory Days. Um, Bob Dylan. I kind of like one or two songs. I like. Uh, I like Idiot Wind because it's basically talk. She's. It's like all he does is talk shit on his ex-wife Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I really like. Um, Mozambique because it's like a cheesy like his it's it's Bob Dylan trying to be Cat Stevens which is like blows my fucking mind like <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it's like Mark, like David Bowie trying to be Mark Bolin at one point but David Bowen David Bowie was see David Bowen I, why can't I speak tonight Jesus man anyway. yeah my old pal David Bowen remember him he was awesome I'm firing on two cylinders right now I'm firing on no cylinders right now anyway it's like uh, well David Bowie was such a Fucking shapeshifter, anyway. Oh, he tried man. to be a. I only really like the David Bowie. I only really like Let's Dance. It's Let's another one. Couldn't dance. care less. You don't care about. You don't like Let's no, Dance. Don't don't. I'll I'll take Modern Love and Let's Dance. After that, yeah. I don't give a shit about David Bowie. Before that, I don't give a shit about David Bowie. And dude can yeah, lift out of life. Like, I don't care. That goes back to like the, the people you're supposed to like. Mm-hmm. Like I like Wings way better than I like the Beatles. Yeah, Beatles don't care. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. I like Rod Stewart's like uh, disco songs. You know, I'm a, you know <laughs> once middle-aged women get into Rod Stewart, then I'll uh, I'll I'll sit in on that. <laughs> you know, but like I like uh, one. I like one Led Zeppelin song called "The Crunge" because it's like a, it's like a real throwaway, like almost almost white funk number. I remember there was uh, when we were in London, we had uh, we saw a billboard for Rod Stewart. Like, hey, Rod Stewart's playing, and Eric Busta got really mad at it for some reason. That was like a trigger for him. He just oh, got really, really mad at Rod us. Rod Stewart, it's so well. He was, I mean, he was a uh, hat tip to Eric Busta. By the way, he's expecting a child. He just put that out on that Facebook. Right? Yeah, oh, good wow. for him. Wow. Um, yeah, let let the uh, let one the goalie let one pass the net. Now he's All got right. a fucking he's got a babbling bouncing baby Busta. Baby Busta. His hands. Yep. Uh, Iggy Boost, <laughs> Iggy Boost. Um, but yeah, he he was. Uh, I think he was convinced that I some of the music I listen to, I just listen to to be edgy. Um, but the fact remains that I just listen to stuff I like, and uh, I, the stuff I like tends to be the great artists at their quote unquote worst moments, <laughs> the absolute lowest of the valleys. Like my yeah, exactly. Like my favorite Gang of Four album is Hard, their desperate attempt to be human league oh, yeah. to make a couple dollars. Uh, that, I love that album. That's probably my favorite album of all time. My favorite Human League song is Human, uh, done by uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. It's basically like a, a white British guy singing R&B, like quiet, <laughs> sto- quiet storm music. <laughs> Speaking of quiet storm music, I worked at a record store today. Um, and this kid came in, and I was listening to Renee and Angela, I'll Be Good. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, what's this? Is this new? And I was like, no, this is just some 80s R&B music. And he's like, well, what do you mean? Like R&B, like... Like R and B, like stopped stopped in like the seventies, and I had to give him like, uh, uh, and I had to give him like a whole primer, and like I really didn't want to, but he kept pressing me. But it's kind of like a patronizing way, and it's actually the first time in my whole life I felt like an old man explaining how things used to be. I was said, do you do you ever feel like holy fuck, this is my future if I don't fucking about face really quickly? Anytime <laughs> yeah. I get in those situations, I see myself like I step out of myself and I see the. The conversation from a third party perspective. No. I freak the fuck out. I freak yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I, I was like, like, oh my, is that me? I, I'm 40 pounds overweight and I'm wearing like a fucking, like an Austin radio station fucking like trucker hat and uh, oh my God. <laughs> what is, no, what happened I, to me? I, it, that's the exact moment I had. I'm like, wow, I weigh 280. I'm wearing a uh, size XXL wool rich flannel shirt i found i found at the goodwill uh no i like i opened a suitcase because i thought the suitcase was cool and there was just a bunch of clothes in there so i bought oh, the suitcase awesome. and had the clothes in there too oh, that's so fantastic. I, like, took a bunch of clothes. it was great and uh i'm like i'm discussing the finer points of like bobby brown to a dude who like an 18 year old dude who couldn't couldn't fucking care less and just wanted to bust balls and i was like well let me take this moment to have like a fireside chat with you about oh. r&b music Further adding to my day. What the I, fuck are we going to do? The fuck are we going to do, dude? What are we going to do? What I it's, <laughs> I don't think it's it's probably not cute anymore. You know? No. <laughs> like, what are we going to do with our lives now? I don't know, man. I think we hit the we hit the wall a little. Uh, I'm going to try and not uh ruminate on it too much. Um last even last night, I mean the the woman I I went out with was 26 and I was saying things that she just legit did not know about. And I was like, she's like, how old are you anyway? And I'm like, I'm 35, almost 36. And she's like, holy shit, you're old. Whoa! 
I know. <laughs> Am I, re- I mean, let's pull the pull the audience. Is is thirty five years old old? Like, if you're like a twenty one year old girl, are you yeah, get at, at me us. Like, Let us know here. Yeah, I mean, the, I said, I, you know, it's like I have gray in my my beard right now. Uh, my hair. I mean, I still feel young. I guess you're kind of like uh, if you're listening to like 15 to 20, I think is going to be like the the crisis. At least for me, it's going to be like the crisis episodes <laughs> where we uh, <laughs> you view a man in decline because you know once I get on my my whole fucking mental thing is real is like women are my trigger and this whole th- and, and coupled with the fact that I'm kind of ramping up on new medication, man. I keep talking about it. Obviously, um, it's going to be a weird couple of weeks. No, we're gonna think, we're gonna have a talk, me and uh, uh, me and your girl. We're gonna have a sit down. Yeah, I'll give mm-hmm. you her address because she's right. on Facebook. You can no, write that's her all right. I know where she lives. I'm I'm all good. <laughs> you can write her a fucking letter, man. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'd be like, yo, Roni, uh, you're you know, I heard you're a real Roni, man. You can look that up because I, I I heard it. I come I like we came up with a bunch of vernacular on this podcast, and people tell us that they're starting to use. I love that. Um, I know somebody actually actually used the line. I'll eat the pussy till I burp with somebody, which was great. We uh, we were the kings of creating our own vernacular on tours. It was we just were. like by the time we got back, we were just saying shit that were English words, but had absolutely no context for any like, person oh, that wasn't seven, with us. No, it's like oh, seventy dude, will that burn your tower? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew exactly what we meant, you know. I haven't said burn your tower in three years. That yeah, one's coming man. back. <laughs> yeah, well, the burn your tower, man. That's all we used to use. And people and do bands that would go on tour with us to just be like, what the fuck are they talking about? What are you about? saying? What the yeah, fuck what is wrong saying? with you? We've got a code language, man. You know, it's like the Minutemen had a code <laughs> language or some shit. Yeah, well, like, and burn your tower. It's so, and actually, somebody posts, I, I googled burn your tower, and somebody actually posted it on Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's on Urban Dictionary. It's it's a real thing to somebody, somewhere. It's great. I love it. And, oh. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to use some of our vernacular, start with burn your tower. Like, hey, Andrew, will it burn your tower if I fuck your girlfriend? Perfect. 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 <laughs> uh, that's your homework for the week. Perfect. You fucking use burn your tower five times this week. Yeah, like, oh, dude, like, uh, I cut that, I cut that dude off in traffic. I must have really burned his tower. <laughs> like, hey, Shane. and then like, but Sean Duty would use it like, oh, I don't mean to burn anyone's tower, but uh, I really have to piss. I vaguely remember photoshopping a picture of Sean Duty in a fireman suit in front of a burning tower. <laughs> I should see if I can find that. Oh, and we remember when we go through the toll booths in Albany, and there was that like that refinery right next to it with a burning oh, tower. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, hey, Sean Duty, look, it's a burning tower, dude. And he'd be like, oh. And of course, he was in a state, so we're driving to Syracuse, like an hour, two hours away, and he'd be like quiet the whole time. And of course, I'd be like, uh, hey, Goody. Hey, Goody. Hey, hey, Goody. <laughs> and I'd scream his name. Goody! I'd scream his name. Ah! What? What? What could you want now? What? <laughs> just, fucking, just, just fucking riding my man the whole time. Riding. Uh, we riding wonder why he boy. explodes when we get to Syracuse and fucking storms around town by himself oh, for three hours trying to that, fucking even himself out. See, we're going to kind of make this the Sean Duty episode because that's exactly what happened. They, see, he had a meltdown that... And I think his saving grace was that he didn't, like, take a cab uh, back to Albany. <laughs> yeah. If he had taken a Greyhound, that would have been it. That would have been it. And uh, you know, Never leave I, the tour. I did not learn. I know. I did not learn from his error. But, um, <laughs> yeah. 
damn it but i um he he uh, had like i don't even know why he did but we but of course you and i were like sitting there laughing at him and maybe wick stormed by us and like bumped into me and i'm like okay tough guy jesus christ <laughs> see see sean dude you needed to be here to defend yourself because we're gonna fucking we're gonna drop a drop fucking fucking put the clown suit on you tonight right asshole you got the, you got the honky nose you got all that shit Oh man, it must be absolute hell to tour with us. Absolutely, I think. I mean, if you're like, uh, because it is in a lot of ways, it is like a, it's like a prison vibe, where you're mm-hmm. like, if you show any type of weakness, we're gonna work it. Mm-hmm. Work fresh, it. Fish, fresh, fresh fish, fresh fish, fresh fish, fish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you show any kind, if you open up, you show any kind of fucking weakness, forget it. I bust your balls all day. Uh, speaking of Sean Duty, let's get this. I already posted it on the Tumblr, but I want to put this out for people who are listening. Um, we have had on our Tumblr, on the Self Defense Family Tumblr, we've had more than one woman, or maybe it's the same woman posting multiple times, uh, saying things that they like Sean Duty's voice, that they would sleep with Sean Duty, they would date Sean Duty, all this shit. Uh, always anonymous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which I, which is probably it's probably Sean Duty on his like it's very possible yeah on his Vic twenty white PC <laughs> desktop PC cigarette burns all over the yeah. fucking plastic <laughs> exactly <laughs> amazing um, um so what I want to do <clears throat> to get Sean Duty back on here I want to do a dating game yeah where absolutely. we sit in this room and uh, women willing to uh, to go to the Asian market with Sean Duty. Yeah, uh, can call in and Sean Duty can ask them weird questions about fucking magazine records, and they'll be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool." Yeah, uh, I'm willing to learn. <laughs> I'm willing to, I'm willing to learn for you, Sean Duty. Amazing. And we'll uh, we'll do a uh, a kind of a millionaire matchmaker thing with Sean Duty. It'll be like the uh, the fucking the hundred air matchmaker, the hundred air matchmaker, the ten dollar air matchmaker. <laughs> The Peyton Cash, the Peyton Cash Rally Blues, uh, dude. You know, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh um, so I would, I, w- I want to. Oh, we have to have like an announcer too. Be like contestant number one. Oh, without Sean, a doubt. Sean Duty is giving you oral sex, but he's he's not moving it the right way. Do you a grab his head and tell him, try again, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you b? Take it, uh, bring it up later over brunch uh, with bated breath, of course. Uh, do you not bring it up at all and stare at the ceiling, the drop ceiling tiles, and uh, <laughs> imagine... Wonder uh, what made that stain. Yeah, wonder what made that stain, and uh, try not to freak out because there's a spider near you. All right. <laughs> Perfect. So, that's a little... Uh, that's a, that's, a, that's little a preview. Yeah. That's a peek inside the fucking the cover. So... Um, you you want in? It's, uh, get at us on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com slash overnight drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, just ask us at the uh, at overnightdrive.com or um, shoot us uh, info at overnight drive podcast at gmail.com. All one long word overnight yeah. drive podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Hans, you were thinking about setting up like a voicemail or some yeah. shit. We'll, uh, we'll get that set up where people can call in, fucking leave them some messages, whatnot. I'm gonna try and All make these it. Ways. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and make it a one eight hundred overnight or something like that. You know, yeah, just we'll, so you can we'll call figure out something good. Yeah, in case you. I mean, if you uh, 
and the best calls. It's kind of like the wine line on your local sports radio show, where the best calls will get on. Uh, we'll get on the air. We'll, yeah. spli- we'll splice them into the podcast. <laughs> so we got some. We, we got things we got to do. We got some stuff to do on our end. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you want in on this, you know, say see something, say something. Mm-hmm. See something, say something. Exactly. If you ever want to get into the mind's eye, if it's Sean Duty's mind's eye, if you ever want to understand, because well, it'll be a learning situation for all of us. We'll all understand a little bit more about Sean Du. And because um, I, I think he is at heart a delicate, giving lover. And um, although he is very much self-involved uh, and, and, and quibbles a lot and worries a lot about his own life. I think he's just a, a dude who has a lot of love to give. I, I fuck that. I can't even lie about that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work. Motherfucker's a mess. Uh, you know, you want to get, you know, groped fucking in New York, come hang out with Sean Duty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to have like an awkward finger bang session? Oh, Jesus Christ. I got to switch from water to wine. <laughs> I got to fucking make that yeah. jump right now. Yeah, I got to fucking, I got to just open a, a tall can of Negro Modelo. That's where I'm at right now. All right, you finally finished the monster or are you double fisting it? I finished the monster and, right. and the monster is growing inside me. All right, fair enough. <laughs> but I'm also thinking of that, that uh, Stewart's chocolate ice cream pint. Should I eat that? I mean, you eat a pint of ice cream, you're going to gain probably five pounds. It's possible. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for enabling me. I, I understand that uh, whereas you are a very good friend of mine, you also enjoy enabling my behaviors. Well, I, I mostly love. just want ice cream right now. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. my day where I'll I'll have that ice cream. I think yeah. I might go get a milkshake after this. Oh, yeah. Are you going mm-hmm. go to the, go to the fake... Uh, Fake health food store? No, I might. Uh, I might go to a diner where they make a milkshake, like a real mean milkshake. Yeah, but man, ah, oh, that life, man. I wish I could go to a diner right now, man. You know, life is so fucking hard, dude. Not really at all. I don't know why I complain so much. <laughs> Honestly, I got a decent. I got a decent job. I just, you know, I just don't have that. I just don't have that companionship, Andrew. I just need that. I need that companionship, you know. I got like like uh, hang out with a dog sometimes. That's like my companionship right now. Let's get you a dog, and that'll be uh, that'll be good. No, because then I'll end up doing weird stuff for the dog. It just won't. It'll just be a bad. Scene. <laughs> yeah. The dog will be taken away from you shortly. Like here, Polly. Here, Polly. Remember? Yeah, I remember this. Remember when? You know? No. Okay. Mm. You know, as long as we're talking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking. As long as we're talking about bestiality. As long as we're talking oh. about doing shit with dogs, and as long as we're talking about. Uh, Upcoming episodes and yeah. uh, you know specials, shit like that. Well, because we're at number fifteen. Who we're knew 15 it would last right this long? I, I, w- I did. Okay, I knew. <laughs> this is we're, we're locked in for the long haul. I, like I didn't that. tell you this, but I signed a contract for three hundred episodes. Oh, awesome! So, you yeah, got we're, paid. we're going to jail if we don't fit. Oh, I, did, I got well paid. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck! I hate my life again. <laughs> so, well, your check the... didn't come. That's weird. No, that's weird. Wow. <laughs> Um, no, so uh, what well, you're saying, as long as, there, uh, as long as we're talking about future episodes. We discussed this uh, a little bit over text, but um, this upcoming football season, we don't know when. We don't know exactly oh, you know, how long in, but the Seahawks and the Giants are playing a home game here. Holy And holy I shit. think that it is our duty as podcasters and Americans to find a way to record a podcast live at that game. Dude, unbelievable, right? Yeah. 
I, we really, we really, 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 really have to go. Now, I know th- I know how this ends. This ends with us being detained by security because we have wires sticking out of our shirts as we walk into a uh, into a football game. Holy but uh, sounds worth it to me. Oh, my God, dude. You have no... I mean, I'm going to run on the field, first of all. <laughs> um, no question. Fan on field situation. We're going to, like, figure out a way to live broadcast from that shit. Uh, or put up, like, a YouTube video or something. We're going to be in the cold something weather. Something good. Something great. The, you realize that as I as I have less and less going on in my life, I have become more and more engrossed in my love, my love of Seahawks football. So much so that I sent uh, the Seattle Seahawks my resume. You fucking did not. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> And uh, I, I sent them a. Um, I wish I could reach the. Uh, I wish I could reach my depressing mail pile of unpaid bills. I could uh, find that letter because I got a reply. <laughs> Holy but, shit! Uh, yeah, I did. No, I wasn't. It was just like, thank you for your interest in the Seattle Seahawks. Blah blah blah. Here's how it works. We put your resume in an endless pile, and you know, if we figure out that we need to hire you, we will. Uh, which is cool. And I got a letter from the Seahawks, and that was like really made my fucking day. Um, if but, you move to Seattle, I will move to Seattle. No shit. Really? I'll do that shit. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Fucking do it, man. Oh, you know, because I need to have, it's kind of like, you know, you can never go home again. I need to have like a positive experience in the Pacific Northwest. That's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had some positive experiences. I, I mean, the, my time, my as I, as I uh, detail today in the uh, I Fucked Here blog, um, I had a positive experience in uh, Olympia, but I was also broke and squatting at uh, college. So, I mean, you know. Not positive really, to a degree. Yeah, positive to a degree. Not really. I mean, not a good look for a 20-year-old, but hey. Um, so anyway, uh, so, so I sent well, them the letter, and I sent them this really, like, passionate cover letter about how much I love the Seahawks. <laughs> and, you saved a copy, I hope. Oh, I did. Yes, of Excellent. course. Uh, yeah, and uh, I could actually, I think I'll post it up on the Tumblr tomorrow because I wrote it at work, and I, I mailed it out from work. And uh, I kissed the envelope before I put it in the mailbox. Of course. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, one of these days, man, if I got a job working in the office, because I'm an executive assistant, I work with, like, millionaires, high-powered people, so I have, like, that experience. I know how to, like, coddle a lot of people. I know how to, like, hold their BlackBerry during a meeting, and mm-hmm. I have to answer their emails for them and shit like that. Just, you know, executive stuff. Hmm. If I could do that at uh, for the Seahawks... You know, I would eventually end up playing middle linebacker. That's my, oh, of course, that's my line of thinking. <laughs> that's because they need Leroy Hills out. They need a linebacker, so I think I could uh, get in perfect shape. And um, I would say, hey, I'll play for free. I just want to play. And then, uh, <laughs> and then during a during a game, in a freak accident. I mean, by halftime, all of like all of the middle linebackers are injured. You know, Leroy Hills down. My man KJ writes down, you know, it's, all, like, it's a mess. We're getting thin. They put out Heath Farwell, usually to only play special teams, and that motherfucker got hurt. So who are they going to put in? Then they call me. Uh, we got someone call. in the office. 
Yeah, they go with someone else. I'm like, time to suit up. And they give me all, all my old high school number, 45. <laughs> Running down the hall, taking the tie off as you run. <laughs> I go, oh, 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 it's time. It's game time. I'm trying to memorize the playbook. You know, I got people yelling at me, man. Got Russell like, Wilson. Oh, are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Are you good, Russell Wilson? We're going to take. We're Because we're, we're down by 17 to the Niners, and it's halfway <laughs> through the third quarter. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, this is going to be a tough. But you know what? First play, I get a fucking pick six. Fuck you, Colin Kaepernick, man. You look like you haven't. You you look like you didn't. You look like you know. Your face looks like you didn't cook for long enough. All right. First of all, motherfucker. All right. All right. Uh, let's just let's just leave it at that. And second of all, I put my strong arm out and I push him into the ground and I make an awesome touchdown. Mm-hmm. And when we're and then we're like back in it. We're only down by eleven. And then inexplicably, I cause a forced fumble and then I win the game for everybody. And then uh, I'm heralded as a hero. And then it comes out. It's like a real folk hero story because I didn't actually get paid for the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I just go back to my da- my daily uh, life, you know. Um, and it's all because you kissed that envelope. And all because I kissed that envelope. And then I, uh, you know, I get a lot of media attention and I go on the Jay Leno show and shit. But then, like, that, all, all that stuff really makes my bipolar flare up and I end up, uh, like, strangling myself in a motel room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... <laughs> That's the end. That's, That's what the, the crystal ball is showing here. Yeah, it took a weird turn at the end there. All right, uh, well, <laughs> you've made you've inspired me. I think I want to submit an application to the Yankees now. Do it. It's just like George see what Costanza. happens. <laughs> <laughs> do you need an audio technician for the Yankees? I think they, I could do a good job. I think I could do it. Look, those Yankees are old enough. You probably they probably need a hearing aid technician. <laughs> <laughs> what if I got a job at the Yankees and then I beat fucking uh, Dick Face to death with a fucking bat at third base? That would be amazing. I, I would mean, love I, if I just, I, in the middle of the game just came out and just fucking brained the dude. It's like, like uh, everyone's so taken aback with horror that no one's stopping me as I'm just fucking beating his fucking dead yeah, body like his legs are kicking. And I come out dressed as Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> 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 oh my god hey it's look a it's a rainbow palazzo, palazzo. <laughs> i hope everyone's getting that naked gun reference because you're like reggie jackson you're like i must kill kevin euclid i must kill kevin euclid and he beat him to death with a bat and it turns out he's you know he's not as hardcore as he looks because they don't even stop the play they just keep going no. everyone's like we hate that dude man it's okay it's cool we'll just edit it out it's like not even a live game you know so that's the one it's a freak thing with the games on tape delay yeah. so nobody actually sees it happen and then they're it's like oh and then later on it's like oh Kevin Euclid was found in the East River he must have committed suicide because he sucks so bad <laughs> we just lost half of our listeners and like when we started talking about football everyone tuned out and the fact that we did yeah. it for 20 minutes and we all like those fucking the, the fey dudes with the hardcore shirts are all gone right now guess what Call a fucking cop. <laughs> All right. Someone in the Tumblr Tumblr land wanted to get a uh, wanted to get an overnight drive tattoo, and uh, it's uh, it's something with call a cop underneath it. I support that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, oh, that'd be nice to uh, to to get a tattoo under our belt. It took a long time for the band. Well, yeah. If people were finally getting, I've talked to. Uh, oh yeah. I talked to a really really nice person um, uh, from Beham right now. Who um, she has a end of year tattoo? Weird. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't know that at the time, and she's like, "Well, is it weird if I tell you that?" Because she's in the south, of course. She speaks like Foghorn, Foghorn Leghorn. No. <laughs> so you're talking to uh, fucking what's her name from Golden Girls? <laughs> I was gonna say uh, I, for some reason I wanted to say Dorothy Hamilton, but she's like a figure skater. <laughs> <laughs> is that Remember Dorothy when- Hamilton? 
Remember when Dorothy Hamilton? Because I heard Dorothy, and I thought Dorothy from Golden Girls. Ah, uh, I got you. That's cool. That's where my my train of thought is. Um, <laughs> oh no! But uh, I, uh, she's like, well, I hope it isn't weird. But I I, I got an end of a year tattoo on my knee. On my that leg. is extremely weird. I was like, "That's cool." I thought it was neat, and it's about, uh, <laughs> and it's about Michael. It's about Michael Larson, which is oh, great. Is that right? Yeah, and I, and I had to like explain about that song and how it was fun to play and everything. It's like a weird lost life. I should, you know what? I should pull a rat. You know, rat is has like you two just, different versions. <laughs> you just want to do your version? Yeah, like rat. I should just, I should just restart end of a year because it's like uh, with like all jobbers and all. Yeah, sing it's like it's like guitar. dead property now. You're it's up for grabs. <laughs> Yeah, that would be amazing. Not at all. <laughs> Somebody on the uh, on the Tumblr today said that instead of doing a U.S. tour, we should just do a a night with self defense family, where we just play four or five spots for like an hour and a half, and just do like VH1 storytellers. Oh my god! Just get that, that, people to come, you know, just play some old songs, some new songs, sit around and fucking talk that shit. Uh, I actually am- thought it was a great idea. An amazing idea. Uh, I don't see Patrick uh, doing that at all. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, we could do that anyway, though. You know, we'll just invite, invite. We could get Steve Hegner up there. You know, yeah, there you go. I'm sure he'd be easy to find. Dave Ziedman, yeah, also easy to find. Also easy to find. Uh, look under, look under any tarp in uh, anywhere you find Dave Ziedman. <laughs> I think for sure. Um, uh, we got Seth Saka, Chris T. You know, all these people coming in. Like oh, the, like the one-time jobbers, Andy Rice coming in. You know. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. I hey, you know, uh, that would be uh, a great idea that'll never happen. Sadly. Yep, most likely. We could do we could do a reenactment of me like like the band leaving me off at LAX. (laughs) (laughs) A night of theater. A night of theater brought to you by Rollades. Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's uh, I'm I'm pretty excited at the idea. I I doubt it'll uh, ever bear fruit. I think we should do like overnight drive the musical just so I can use the song "I'm a Man Now." I'm a man now, and I could use it like because I wrote like a, a in my head and a dream. I wrote a uh, like a song about coming of age called "I'm a Man Now." Wow. I don't know if I ever told you about that? No, this is <laughs> news like, to me. It's like I'm a man now, and then the crowd goes, "You're a man now." No, no, the crowd says, "You're a man now," and then like the Sean Duty character says, "I'm a man now," and then the crowd says, "You're a man now." It's really bad. This is fucking weird. Holy <laughs> yeah, that's shit. Yeah, it's a dream I had a couple months ago. And wow. uh, <laughs> I think it would make a great uh, musical right after Sean Duty sings ABBA karaoke. Fuck, I feel like I just looked down a deep well. You know, like when you're like looking down some shit and you're afraid you're going to fall in. I just had I, that. I never Ooh. told you. I, I cannot believe I never told you my Sean Duty, you're a man now dream. No, he was doing musical so theater, wild. but musical theater. But he looked like he was like older, like and he had a big beard, and everyone's like, "You're a man now," and he's like, "I'm a man now." Like, holy oh, like, shit! Yeah, it was really, really, really weird. <laughs> holy really weird. Fucking hell! My God. Uh, so yes. I, uh, I I learned this uh, this week. New uh, birth control for men on its way. It's in being really? tested right now. No way, dude. It's um, it's like a gel that uh, I guess kills sperm upon uh, upon it passing. I don't exactly know how it works because I'm not wait, a fucking wait, wait. doctor. So is, is it like spermicide or is it like um, is it something you take? That's the trick. Is this is a one time per ten years injection into your penis? Into it. Into it. it. Like let but, that let that marinate. 
Yeah, but try to convince the girl you had that done. You'd have to carry like a, a laminated card with you saying you got it done. <laughs> but no, I baby, I got, no, like no, baby, I got the shot. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. They gave me there. this tattoo in the inside of my lip. Yeah, like let me in there raw, and then she'd be like, "No fucking way, dude." You know, like uh, I mean, uh, well, that's man. my thing. My, I'm, I really want that very, very badly. <laughs> like I really want that, but at the same time, if I were to get into a clinical trial. The minute I saw somebody pull a needle out, I'd be like, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, bro. Like, I'm sorry I wasted your time with this. I got to go. Would cha- I would channel my, my ocean of self-hatred and, and allow them to punish my penis many times with needles. Um, I'm really fucked up. If anyone knows how to gl- get into these clinical trials, definitely hit us up. Because um, at least I, I want to have the option to try it. But, would, you, would, you uh, try it would you try it? And then like, what, what would the trial consist of? Like, Would you... like? Uh, would you have your girlfriend go off birth control so you could like try? That's it? the thing. I don't know how they even test that. If they, do I have to go in and jerk off every week? I you know who knows. But, I think that's uh, probably what it, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, and most likely. Get, and you know that they probably don't have like good porn there. They probably like magazines. Probably not. <laughs> like, you're probably at, you're probably just using your fucking uh, your mental reserves. I have a vast mental reserve, but I, I assumed couple, you would. I have a couple go tos though. Like I don't think about too much. Like there's only, I mean, of the uh, the depressingly large amount of women I've slept with, it's it's I only think of a couple times, and recently that it was like really, uh, really good. I don't think about you know. I used to have like a because it was always like spaced out. You know, like I would have sex like once a year, but now it's mm. like much more concentrated so i think there's this girl who i met on okay cupid the girl i talked about i think i talked about her no i was a different girl what was that i don't can't remember now forget oh man the fog (laughs) the fog has descended upon my mind um no it was the girl i picked up while i was a dj and she stayed at my house for a day and a half that was good that was some good sex all right that was great and i think about that Think about that all the time. Never let it out of my mind. Interesting. That's you think true. she's packing her bags right now? She's fucking creeping the shit out of her. No, I never talked to her again. Oh wow. Okay. Never mind. No, I never, never got to the Facebook or phone number or anything. Just it was just you. a thing. It was a, a yeah. passing moment. Two fucking. I'd say two ships was one. <clears throat> two barges passing in the night. Like two garbage barges passing in the night. Um, <laughs> Two two yachts, two beautiful ships. No, no, it's two like shitty barges being pulled by tugboats, <laughs> passing in the night. Um, yeah, that's uh, you know, I think that that would be awesome. Male male uh, male birth control is it's a thing that's time. I wonder how that would change like the di- like the the whole sexual politic though. You know, if yep. you took because condoms are one thing, but if you took like actual birth control like real birth control into your hands like it would be like because it's like a bargaining ship with a lot of women you know like oh I'm in the mm-hmm. pool but you know blah 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 but if you're a man now if you're a male and you get on that it's like now I've got you know a bargain I got, I guess kind of a bargaining ship I don't know I wonder if it makes you look crazy and emotional like birth control does with women that's very possible I don't know I guess we'll find out I'm gonna get in that clinical trial you just we're not gonna have a podcast for three weeks and then yeah. uh, you'll, you'll do one solo you'll be like I haven't uh I haven't spoken to him in a, in a while. At one point, I went down there, and he dropped ketchup and just started to cry, and I left because it was awkward. <laughs> he, dropped the, he dropped the bottle of ketchup on the, on the floor, and it broke, and he started crying. Locked himself in his room. Said, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. I feel weird. I feel I feel ugly. Don't look at my body. It's like, fuck. Okay. Fuck. This, it's giving me, this, this birth control is giving me pimples. I know it. 
Oh my fucking Christ! Yeah, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be chauvinistic to say. Come on, that shit happens. Man, you get mad emotional when you take stuff. All right, we'll we'll get those. uh, We'll get the angry Tumblr questions if it is. That's how I find out when things are chauvinist because I say them and then somebody gets angry at me on the internet. Yeah, speaking of Tumblr, we should probably hit some questions. Let's Um, do that. Uh, Before we asked, do that, I yeah. uh, I I had a thought today. Have you ever had a million million dollar idea? And you know it's a million dollar idea, but you can't fucking do anything with it. It's just it's, it's like, beyond your abilities to create it. That's like the idea I had for um, small dick hot chick, the porno site. Where yeah. I would I would uh, be a be a porn actor, but sometime but the whole the whole thing is it's not necessarily like it doesn't necessarily turn you on to watch. It's just more of like a sociological thing because sometimes I'm like nervous and I'm not very good and I can't get it up and that's what you watch and it's kind of like human interest it brings you like, back yeah it brings you back but sometimes it's really good so you're like you're paying basically paying $20 a month for like a dice roll you're like oh maybe this will be a hot porno or maybe like <laughs> maybe this guy will come in two seconds or maybe he can't get hard you know that kind of thing I think that was like that probably be like a $10,000 idea but alas I have never done it Closest right. thing might, ever, be, might still be time <laughs> might be still be time <laughs> you never know <laughs> but uh um yeah so what's your idea I had the idea yesterday to create a cologne that just smells like WD-40. Oh my god, that's a it, great it, idea. It just smells like you're, you've been working. You've been working hard. But you're all fucking, you're all gussied up. Yeah, women love that smell. Let that shit fucking marinate. Except I don't own <laughs> any rights to make things smell like WD-40. And even if I did, I don't know how to do that shit. I don't know how to make colognes. Oh my god. It really sucks. Yeah, but you have to. I think you have to do it, though. I mean, that's or you could just spray WD WD forty on yourself. Well, I was thinking about that, but then I realized that I was about to spray WD forty on myself. <laughs> I thought against have, it. Have you ever? Um, have you ever been like pumping gas and you dump gas all over your hand and no. you just let it chill? No, but maybe that's a good idea too. I, I, did, try that. That. I did that today. Like I, I pumped it up, and lately my gas tank's been like the automatic shut off. Like doesn't work for some reason. Excellent. So the shit shoots all over my hand, and uh, I just let it chill. I like the smell. All right, is that is that a bad thing? Is that why? I, is that why I can't form complete sentences? Yeah, that could be why. <laughs> the large part why. of your brain's been eroded. Oh yeah, that shit's been going on for a while. All right. Like I said, in episode like five or six, when I uh, I lit the porno book on fire and I inhaled the fumes, <laughs> I immediately felt dumber. Yeah, that was pretty good. I feel um, like that was one of the most overlooked stories. I think that was the episode where you couldn't hear everything very well. But that was without a doubt one of my favorites over, over overnight drive moments. I think for overnight drive twenty, we should just do like a greatest hits. Yeah, that's you know, like, <laughs> a clip show, be like a va- like a vast like clip show, like a vast. Uh, it'll be like a vast. Um, that would be a vast task to undertake, for sure. <laughs> like, oh wow, I've spent ninety hours listening to Overnight Drive. I, I fucking hate everybody now. My brain um, is oatmeal. All right, so what oh, do we I got for uh, for questions? Oh, we got a lot today. What the? Why am I not seeing these in my email? This is fucking strange. Because it's uh, it's, it's weird. Tumblr, like after a while, they don't uh, they don't tell you. <laughs> so we have like sixteen questions, and you only get notified of three. Wow. All right. Um, First question, where is Sean Duty? Hmm, where is Sean Duty right question. now? That's a very good question. He's washing dishes in a vegan restaurant. I'll say right now um, Sean Duty's sitting on uh, two dish racks for a commercial dishwasher put sideways into a chair. He's sitting there with his head in his hands listening to two men speak in Spanish. <laughs> awesome. That's <laughs> almost exactly where Sean Duty is right now. Holy fuck. So they're no, not talking to each other. They're both on Bluetooth headsets. No, I, 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 I think he's laying on his bed masturbating to magazine right now. Also possible. 
Yes. Uh, no, I think he's All having right. a threesome with two incredibly hot punker girls. It's eight oh nine at uh, at night on March seventeenth. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Sean did he, where he was at that exact moment, and uh, we'll have oh, an answer for that. Him. Oh, text him. I'm gonna be like, where are you? I'm gonna All text right. him right now and see if he gets back to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, where's his number? Hmm. I have his no. I have him in his goodie on my phone, but it's his old number. So I know everybody wants to hear Text this. Sean Duty and say, where are you, question mark. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. Here's your message you... to Sean Duty. Ready to send it? Yes. Perfect. Thank okay, you, Siri. I'll send your message. <laughs> I'm the biggest <laughs> asshole on earth right now. <laughs> I just texted him, where are you as well. Excellent. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? What's wrong? He'll know something's going. Oh, we should prank him the fuck to death right now. Oh, my God. Dude, serious shit's happened. Oh, I wish I hadn't texted him because you could have told him, like, I got my legs crushed in a car accident or some awful shit. Damn it. One of us has to text Hans him Hans lit himself time. on fire at a gas station. We yeah, can't he, talk he, about uh, it. <laughs> he, got, he got really rich for a minute and then and couldn't deal with the pressure and hung himself. Amazing. <laughs> Did he get back to you? I'm really into. I'm waiting with. I'm waiting with bated, bated breath. breath for bated breath. All Where right. While we wait, duty? let's uh, let's see what else came in. Uh, Tumblr. Oh, and this is good. I'm drinking your red wine whiskey concoction. And I think I found Jesus, but now I'm dying. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. <laughs> cool. Hey, the wine, the cool wine bloom does that. The wine bloom, uh, it takes you up and then it brings you straight down. Because the red, red wine makes you feel fine. But then the whiskey or the scotch just makes you feel mm-hmm. like a piece of garbage you are. Uh, I got a text back from Sean Duty that says, work. Yep, I got the same one, work. Oh, uh, now, well, now what are we going to do? Now know. what do we say? When you get a chance, call... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> what do we say to Sean Doom? You should prank, you should prank him. You should be like, uh, Steve Albini wants to record the uh, full-length album. Uh, you should, uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I like him. Oh. <laughs> All right, what else this... we got? Uh, so I found out this week that my housemate has lied about literally everything since I've known him. Okay. I've had my suspicions for a long time, but this week I was able to confirm those suspicions and discovered he has lied about money, girls, his job, being on holiday. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're from either the UK or Australia. Sounds right. Uh, even, even friends dying and his mum having cancer. What a piece of garbage. Kick wow. this motherfucker out. I believe he has done this because he has no friends. And thought it would make him more popular. Oh my God, Jesus! Um, where do you live? Do, I, mean, I know we know yeah. where you live, but where do you live? Uh, do I ask him to move out, or will that send him over the edge and possibly lead to suicide? Okay, Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, do I kick him out? Ask him to move out? One hundred percent, yes. I lived with a sociopath. You really fucking did. Um, I, you know, it's one of those things. I really that did. It's it's not something we should get into in the podcast because it's you know it's a little sad and it's not like you know so it's not something to like fucking have a goof on but you live with a legitimate fucking psychopath I, I, and it was a sad deal because a lot of a lot of the stuff he couldn't help but he was the worst person ever and a legitimate like like died in the wool um sociopath yeah no question um 
And so, uh, but my roommate and I made the fatal error of letting him kind of dig his heels in and put stakes down when we knew that he was, it's, it was only going to get worse. Uh, do yourself a favor. All that shit like, do, oh, will that send him over the edge, lead him to suicide? That's a him problem, okay? If he like loads a moving truck and drives down the block and shoots himself, that's a him problem, Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't I sound... I'm laughing at that. Well, it's true, because you're... I mean, you don't want to be friends with this dude, because he has lied about literally everything, and he sounds like a fucking psycho. Yeah. Not pals, not not mates, not friends, not anything. Um, you can deal with taking on the burden of an extra... An act, pay, basically paying double rent um, for the luxury of not living with a psycho. Absolutely. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, basically. I mean, I feel strongly about this because I, I was essentially edged out of a, a really nice living situation because he became so insufferable that I couldn't I couldn't live there anymore. I actually retreated to New York, and it was like, uh, you know, not where I wanted to be, but it was like um, he really accelerated that process because he was just so, so terrible. It only gets worse. So. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like you're gonna le- hit like a, a glass floor, be like, "Oh, okay, so this is where this ends." No, that's no, nope. it never ends. It never ends. The, it'll only get worse. He'll start lying. I mean, you don't know. He's probably told lie, tons of lies about you too. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he this this motherfucker told tons of lies about me. This is this is the dude who told everyone I made a girl pregnant. Wow, <laughs> Jesus! And spread that around, which was just awesome. <laughs> And uh, so he's because I told him once that that was my worst nightmare. So he took that and fucking ran with it. <laughs> and he's like, Holy fuck, it. this is the first oh, I've heard yeah. of this. But this is fucking oh, horrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was it was it was it was just great. Jesus great. Christ. Just, I have to get just, uh, our uh, our mutual friend, Nick. I've got to get him on here when he's uh, in the same town as me. And to tell to tell the story about his roommate he had who. Uh, was a real nutcase, and I think one of the last days he uh, he was living there, dude got home and heard people up on the roof. It was like, what the fuck is going on? And goes up on the roof, and his roommate is there with two other people, <clears throat> and he's dancing around naked on the roof with a handgun. Oh, my God. And their <laughs> roof is directly below the Williamsburg Bridge, so anybody on the bridge or, like, driving past could look down and just see a naked guy <laughs> with a handgun on uh, on a roof. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah, it's, such a, New, it's, it's a, such a New York story. It's a deep fucking well. I'll see if I can get him on there to uh, <laughs> <laughs> let some of those loose. Please, please do. So yeah, for uh, for this dude, I would uh, maybe ask this guy to uh, to bounce and uh, you know pay a few hundred bucks in uh, in rent for a month or two while you look for somebody who's not a lunatic. Yeah, we're just you know we're just you know or, or move or pull the or you know what pull what I did and move out on him. You know, and say, well, I found one go. bedroom, and no, I'm not telling you my address. Fucking fuck yourself. Been real. Been real. Got a, been real, got a peel, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what All else right, we um, have here? Are either of you into pro wrestling? If so, favorite wrestlers? Oh, uh, um, well. <laughs> um... Uh, I like uh, the heartbreak. Uh, sh- the heartbreak. Shawn Michaels. Shawn <laughs> Michaels. Only because he had the best theme song. He's like, "You're a sexy boy. You're a boy." <laughs> <laughs> so sleazy. I like you know. I like ravishing Rick Rude. Um, Shawn, did he just texted me his next days off? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't text me his next days off. What a fucking asshole. Oh, um, yeah, if we're oh. talking about wrestlers I grew up with, no problem. I'll uh, I'll go all day on that. Because I grew up in the uh, the heyday of the Ultimate Warrior and uh, yeah. fucking Hulkamania and Macho Madness, <laughs> all that shit. Do you remember when uh, Ultimate Warrior did that? Did that? Um, I think they call it a vamp or they did a promo about uh, hijacking Hulk Hogan's plane while he's flying on his way no. to WrestleMania. <laughs> he's like, okay. He's like, and I'll grab the seize the controls, Hulk Hogan, and I'll crash that plane into the ground. He's like freaking out. I'll have to post it up because it's so good. That is pretty fantastic. <laughs> he's all like coked up, worked up. Um, as far as dudes, like, oh, uh, Goody just texted my texted me his days off as well. Oh, Sean Duty. <laughs> huh, okay. My next day's off for Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, can we do the Sean Duty dating game? You think we could do that? Wednesday. Oh, I, I think I'll be present. I have to be present. No, Yo, you got to be here. I? Yeah, that's a trick. We all got to be okay, in the same but, room. All right. Well, next. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Next. What if nobody calls? That'll be like the real heartbreak yeah, show. Yeah, we'll have like to. no girls call. We're going to have to have everyone set up for that first. That might not be till yeah. overnight drive 20 or 30 at this rate, but uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Um, anyway, about wrestlers, I think uh, uh, definitely my favorite wrestlers growing up were the Von Erichs. Uh, they wrestled in the... We had... Because uh, I grew up in a small town, and this was before cable really took a foothold, so you could Yeah, watch you were all in, like, fucking Wrestling Central up there. Because they really used to was. do all that Glens Falls Civic Center shit. Oh, the... Live the Glens Falls Civic Center! Uh, Ric Flair would come up. I saw Ric Flair's ass, because they did, a, like, a stunt where they, he pulled, <laughs> somebody pulled his drawers down. It was really weird. Um, I remember a lot of that stuff. My dad used to always take me to wrestling. It was like in Slam Dunk, No Brain, and wrestling in monster trucks. I saw the Legion of Doom. That was amazing. Um, I, re- I was always a demolition kit. That was the trick. When oh, I that's was, good. yeah, I was. But pre the three wrestler demolition, pre uh, pre Crush, when it was just Axe and Smash. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I think it was uh, Smash was like a, a real heavy, like bulky dude. It looked like my grandfather in face paint. <laughs> Perfect. It was, it was um, awesome. We used to get this like we used to we had a local television station named TV Eight, uh, which all it did was show like um, the Lawrence Welk show, like a lot of off, really really like ninth run movies. Um, I remember I, I watched The Valley of the Dolls for the first time on oh, TV Eight, yeah. but I but they also on Saturday nights they show, live from the Sportatorium was um, very 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 early embryonic WCW. And also, they showed WCCW wrestling, which is like um, World Championship Class Wrestling, I think mm-hmm. it was called, where they had the Von Erics and the T-Birds and all these, like, dudes who probably, like, all drove in the same car to get there. Like, oh, really, yeah, like, yeah. Lo- lowest rent <laughs> wrestling. And I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. And I remember being really attracted to Kerry Von Erich. Weird. Weird. I didn't know. I believe uh, all of those dudes a- fucking died by gunshot, if I'm not mistaken. I think they, they all blew their really- brains out. That's the thing with the Von Eriks. Uh, every, almost every one of them committed suicide. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> which, fucking insane. Yeah, which is uh, really weird. And uh, thank you for opening up that can of worms, anonymous person who asks us about wrestling. Yeah, thank well, you. we got to talk about Ravishing Rick Rude, which I don't find an excuse to do much these days. No, and and he was, in fact, ravishing. I mean, Google just Google image just search Google Ravishing him, Rick, and it's R-U-U-D. Oh yeah, uh, and that dude just looks like Magnum PI. If Magnum PI was like way <laughs> like hotter, like zero percent body fat. Yeah, like he had. He was the first real like hot dude to like 
become like a wrestler, you know, like, and he was like, he had like abs. He was like the sexy boy. He had like a, like a curly mullet, which is like, no, probably not the best, but, um, he, you know, he made it work for him. It's all right. He made it work for him. You know, I remember Slummy SummerSlam, Bobby the Brain Heenan was his manager for a while, Bobby the Brain. And, um, it's cool. You know, if you Google, actually, if you Google search Ravishing Rick Rude, you don't actually see anything. Oh, that's a shame. Hold on. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, I, mean, I know what I'm. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, there it is. I spelled rude. The, I spelled. Rude oh, it is just regular rude. It's R U D E. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he looks hot. <laughs> looking good. <laughs> looking real good. I'll see if I can find his intro music to play us out tonight. Oh, please, that'd be great. Uh, oh, there's a little blurb here. Oh, uh, don't be deceived by the manager label that now hangs around Rick Rude's neck. Don't think one split second that this Robbinsdale, Minnesota native is a pushover, or you'll be in for a rude awakening. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, AKA, I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for whoever wrote this, um, our, uh, our sister slash rival podcast, uh, Kissing Contest. I know Mike is uh, is is deep into pro wrestling. He's been uh, he's been essentially yeah. live blogging WrestleMania on Facebook for uh, the past two weeks now. So oh, uh, definitely check them out. And speaking of, I didn't want to bring this up because another one of my favorite podcasts had mentioned this uh, last episode. But I'm just so fucking excited that I can't not bring it up. Mm-hmm. The documentary for Glow. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling is uh, is going to be on this week, and no actually, after we wrap way. here, I'm going to try and download it. Oh God! If you do, I'm let me know. Give me so link me, bro. excited. If actually, oh if God, I download great. that shit, I won't watch it until we're both in the same room, and we'll, we could just fucking live oh, cast watching that. Oh man, the glow was fucking so good, man. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my god, remember the, the the punker girls who came out with a fucking chainsaw? Mm-hmm. That was so cool. And they'd be like, like screaming. It was like a, such a scene. Oh my god, I love glow so much. So good. See, oh, that's the shit. I mean, that's the shit that everybody just forgot about because it was so weird. Imagine like prime time Saturday night, ten o'clock. You're watching women wrestle. And they're like attacking each other with chainsaws. <laughs> Shit, it's really good. So good. I, I'm really so good. excited for it. I I can't even. I'm just so happy. So yeah, um, definitely look out for that. <laughs> I, uh, another quick one. Um, I enjoy your candor, but sometimes I feel like I'm listening to Tucker Max, sent by a listener named Henry. Um, I'm assuming he's referring to me because I'm the one who tells all the pussy stories. Um. Uh- Look, uh, if you ever saw me, you would know immediately I'm not trying to be Tucker Max. <laughs> he's um, he's really into, like, that whole, like, brodacious fucking, like, uh, like uh, I don't even know what it, it's like, fraternity comedy, I guess. Yeah. It's like a lot of stunts and shit. And, uh, I mean, uh, if my if my candor is, is, is offensive to you, I'm sorry, but it's... I'm just trying to, uh, part of being on the drive is being honest at all times. I don't, like, when people say things like, I appreciate the candor, I, I mean, apparently maybe you don't appreciate it that maybe much. Don't. I don't know, because, <laughs> I mean, lighten up. It's, even yeah. if you are listening to Tucker Max, who, I'll listen to Tucker Max all day. It's an interesting story. Who get, doesn't, when I listen to Tucker Max, it doesn't make me a fucking, like, a standby rapist. It's just, yeah, like, exactly. it's a thing you listen to. It's fine. It happens. I'll listen to a yeah, white power yeah. guy. It doesn't make me white power. I'll talk to him. It's, who cares? 
It's fine. If you're one of those drive-through fucking Jezebel feminists, I feel sorry for you, son. All right, (laughs) actually, actually read 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 some of those printed in a book. All right, all right. That's all I gotta say. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening. Yeah, welcome to Mick Feminism. Can I take your order? All right. Um, Let's knock out one or two more and then uh, and then call it. Okay, here's one directed toward me. Again. Okay. Hans, have you ever been party to a threesome? A friend of my girlfriend has expressed her interest in sleeping with both of us to me. What is the easiest way to initiate, not to mention follow through and retain our friendships, relationships, this... Oh, you motherfuckers need to go back to school. This without weirding anyone out or changing our dynamic too drastically. Uh, Well, first of all, don't be fucking squares. And try to, like, live a little. When uh, don't, don't attach either a dollar sign or a fucking political social construct to every little thing you do how about you just fuck each other and and enjoy being friends and uh not dig too deep into yeah, it let's let, let let it happen and then when it's done be like oh that was that was fun good times see it again well, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> just do it you're obviously all down so why don't you polish off a bottle of wine cuddle and fuck two girls sounds good yeah, fuck problem solved we're putting there out fires go. all over the place tonight. Yeah, honestly. It sounds good. <laughs> Make sure it's a Saturday so you can, or a Friday, so you can, like, you know, have that next day, you know, post-coital coitus. You can, yeah, like, who's get making into, eggs, get and you can all be playful about who's going to cook breakfast. Yeah, exactly. You know, let them let them have their. I mean, let them have their time too, and don't make it like a turns-taking situation though. Because I was in a three-way where it was just like girls waiting, waiting their turn. And I was like, yeah, let them get frisky with each other for a little while. You know, maybe even leave the room. All right, mm-hmm. just. Try not to make it a fucking square scene, because obviously you're into that. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen for everybody, man. You know, and don't try to be the man, and don't try to fuck them both at the same time. It's not about you, all right? <laughs> make it as don't make it a square scene. Is going to be yeah, make, uh, our new fucking war call. Yeah, don't make it a square scene. All right. Make sure there's wine involved. Everybody gets a little fucking buzz, maybe even a little drunk. Make sure you don't make anybody pregnant and ha- let the barrel blow. Mm-hmm. Right? Have get a good that time. shot in your dick. Get a big fucking jug of Carlo Rossi. Works every get, time. Yeah, drink a jug of Carlo Rossi and then drink from a jug, a woman's jug. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. Somebody asked how uh, how either how I landed Gabri or how Gabri landed me. Uh, we can go into a longer answer. We're gonna have her come on as a relationship counselor next time Ooh, uh, we're all in the same room. That. But uh, short answer, uh, I. I bought a jug of Carlo Rossi, and we watched the first season of Lost. <laughs> the fucking rest was history. So oh, there you perfect, go. Perfect, man. Yes, that's a that's you know that's how a lot of uh, maybe that was my downfall. Maybe I should have brought over some Carlo. Carlo Rossi, ten bucks night. for like a gallon of the worst wine on earth. Tastes like fucking uh, shit. You take nail polish off with. Yeah, it tastes like a really watered down, sad version of Nyquil. Yeah, it's the Perfect. shit I would you know use it to fucking clean off the ouse rotten fucking logo off my leather jacket when I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> like sixteen. Oh man, I've got cord. I need to get this ouse to, rotten oh. patch off my my good jacket. <laughs> oh, get me yeah. the Pinot Noir. Oh. Yeah, man. So we're putting out fires, man. I love that. That's good. No, I never knew that story. I, I remember when y'all started shacking up. Oh, this uh, just came in. Neil Young or Bob Dylan? Oh, little late to the party, man. But it's all right. Uh, uh, Neil late Young to the party, all the way. Stupid. Um, <laughs> little late to the party, stupid. Uh, Neil Young all day and night. Man, we got a lot uh-huh. of these coming in. Jesus. 
what are some tips that you could give the average dude to try to live their life better? I am putting uh, that fires <laughs> all over this motherfucker tonight. <laughs> I am not the dude to answer that question. First of all, although you know what, yeah, Andrew, first of all, you answer it first, then I'll answer. It. All right, my first thought, without a doubt, drink a gallon of water every day. Yeah. That's, Every that's day, paramount. no fucking exceptions. No, I drank coffee. No, I drink. Don't drink soda. Don't drink fucking juice. Don't drink uh, seltzer. None of that shit. Just Piss. drink a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. You'll feel um, you'll feel a zillion times better just from doing that alone. And you can like make a ton of trips to the bathroom mm-hmm. and like not and then like kind of fuck around at work. But you have a reason to fuck around yep. because you're pissing all the time. Yep. Yeah. If your piss isn't clear, you're not living well. And you need to fucking switch your shit up. Yeah, if your piss isn't clear, your life isn't clear, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So that's um, first and foremost. What do you got? You should probably try to laugh at yourself every day all the time. Mm-hmm. And don't take yourself seriously. You got the little fucking cute little ego going right now. I know you anonymous out there. I know you do. I know you think you got fucking strong ideals. You got oh, a, line, a bunch of lines in the sand. You never fucking cross. Dump all that shit in the fucking dumpsters. Just be fucking cool, man. Try to... You know what I mean? Don't str- try, try to make your life a square scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Honestly, try to laugh a little bit more maybe at yourself. It'll pay dividends. I mean, and, you know, part of being an average dude is uh, f- failing to live up to everybody's expectations, which I have a black belt in. <laughs> and I can um, say with clarity that I've been the happiest. This is, although I am... A lot, a lot of shit's gone down since I turned 30. This is the happiest I've been just because I, I care very little about what people think of me. And um, I care very little about the state of anyone else's world or anyone else's business, really. Um, just live your life a little better mentally by um, fucking having the balls to be yourself, basically. And if you see a girl you like, talk to her. I just fucking tracked down a girl that I didn't even know existed and I managed to do some footwork and I tracked her down and I went on a date with her and it only took me a week but it's just to do it I just feel it. good that I did it you know just fucking have a, just grow a pair of balls be be like a be like a be your own man basically <laughs> um you know and if you have a you have a shitty job that's cool you're making a little bit of money every Thursday yeah that's fine you know they don't don't worry that you have to be somebody or be somewhere or do mm-hmm. something or be somewhere else just enjoy where you are now Oh, I really should just move to Portland. No, man, just fucking... Just do what you're doing now. Do it. Just do it now. Shut up. Do it now. Yeah. Just do it now, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. God, man. Fucking... Like, if you're going to move to Portland, move. If you're not, then fucking don't talk about it anymore. Just fucking hang out and do your thing. There's a lot of social snowflakes falling in Portland right now, man. Maybe you don't want to live there. (laughs) Um, You know? Um, And watch football. Watch football. You know, watch fucking sports. It's yeah, a, please. it's in your fucking blood to compete. That's why yeah. the Romans Man. did this shit. It's fucking fun. It's exciting. It's bombast. Yeah. It's everything you you want from fighting people, but you're a grown yes. fucking person in 2013, so you don't need to fight people unless you're like a UFC right. fighter. So you watch football. <laughs> yeah. You watch, watch baseball. Bo- it's n- it's not it's fun it's, it's fun, fun god it's cool. damn it it's not don't never remember kids don't be i don't ever be too hardcore or too punk mm-hmm. to like actually prevent yourself from liking something it's fun know? competing is fun it doesn't have to be a fucking thing exactly wear I clothes that. that fit you yeah yes 
Please. Wear clothes that fit you. Why don't you treat yourself like you want to be treated and not wear an oversized Mets shirt everywhere and just wear something that fits you. Yeah. Not only fits your body, but fits your mind. Even if you're a size double X, you'll find some clothes that look official. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Don't worry about it. You know? And and embrace the fact that you're you. And talk, uh, talk copiously about your interests and things you like. And be an interesting dude and have and do things. And uh, don't worry about what girls think. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty good. Says, says says the guy who is crushed and crestfallen. Uh, <laughs> my my beautiful punk princess didn't didn't wasn't feeling my fucking jive. But like I said, we're gonna so, sit down. We got a sit down scheduled with her. We should. We should just go knock on her door. Yeah. What's a fucking story? Come on. All right. Ain't it's no months ago. Lo- yeah. I, I would. Ain't no one gonna love you. Lo- you know. I go down for a long time, man. <laughs> I go down for a long time. Man, you better buckle up. You better fucking, you better grab a snack when you're fucking me, because I'll go down for a long time. <laughs> I unhinge this jaw. I un- Yeah, TMJ, fuck, too much jaw. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be going down for a long time, man. I'll set an alarm clock, because you're going to be knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're gonna have like you're gonna have you're gonna have like seventeen orgasms with me. Jesus fucking Christ! You better believe it, man. I'd fucking abuse it, break a hip. Uh, we already did this one. Thoughts on breast implants? <laughs> every every is this like a, become like a theme? Where this every is just month a thing. We get thoughts on breast implants. Andrew thinks it's cool. I think it's a waste of money. I think you should be happy with your boobs the way they are. If they're too small or too big or whatever. I don't care. The thing is, if there's something that you don't like about yourself that's causing you to, like, freak out and, not like, not experience things, then fucking, who cares? Just take care of it. Just fucking yeah. get it over with. My yeah. eyes don't fucking line up perfectly. I don't like people take pictures of me right on because I feel like I look like sloth from the Goonies. If I could fix mm-hmm. that shit, I, you know, I probably would. That way I just don't have to think about it anymore. It's over. It's done with. It's finished. So, yeah, you want to get exactly. boobs, get boobs. Go go nuts. Yeah. It just, just but no, I mean, you may... It may speak to a larger thing. You may have like body dysmorphic disorder. You may, because if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, that's a that's a general problem. But um, if uh, you know, you can either get get with it. I mean, I'm just talking strictly about boobs. I mean, Andrew's eyes being too close together. That's something you can't really fix unless she. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm working on it. I keep punching yeah, under one, hoping it'll move up. <laughs> exactly. But you know, I think. I don't know, man. I just I, I've been with I was with a woman who had double D's and they were awesome, and I was with a woman who had a like double A cups and didn't really need to wear a bra, and that was amazing. You know, it just the the, the common thread was like personal bodily confidence. Mm-hmm. You know? That kind of shone through everything. When she you, you can enjoy when a woman like walks around naked and she just enjoys being naked because she doesn't give a fuck about what people think about her body and she loves her body. That's amazing. That's that never awesome. happens. It's awesome, and it never fucking happens. You know, I'm a fat fuck, but uh, I'll walk around naked in the house when my roommate's on home. <laughs> just me and the dog, man. I'll fucking, I'll fucking walk around naked all What's day. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? What's up? And then, I the dog, and then I allow the dog to blow me. It's amazing. Weird. No, come on, guys. Just kidding. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, we just lost our fo- all our followers. Oh, my God. We have no followers. That's it. <laughs> oh we found God. the point where everyone leaves. Oh, my God. But, you know, you uh, let's bring it back, and then... Uh, you know, no dog fucking. Uh, although we managed to talk about taboo subjects again, <laughs> like last week it was Hitler, this week it's dog fucking. Yeah, so, nobody really got amazing. two up in arms about Hitler. It was interesting. No, you know that's old hat, man. That shit was like seventy years ago. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, you got any more uh, any more questions? 
Uh, somebody asks, You're, you are a grown man. Why do you do this? Sad face. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> you are... Uh, this, um, this person's name is Beast of... Messer, so I'm imagining he's German because he's okay. like, "You are a grow, you are a grown man. Why do you do this?" Um, Maybe he's angry about Hitler. Yeah, you know what? Maybe that's the one. That's the the dude who said about Hitler. And that's the dude who caught yeah. feelings. You caught. Um, well, hey, uh, you know what are you gonna do? Uh, I, why do you I do, do this? this because I'm a grown man. This motherfucker is. I just clicked on his shit. He's absolutely German. Okay. Um, cool, dude. Um, alles Gute. Ich liebe Deutschland. Um, ein Mineralwasserbitte? Ein Mineralwasserbitte. Uh, if you don't like it, you can uh, unfollow us any fucking time. How about that? And you can also lick my dick on the way out. <laughs> I feel bad that we made this man make a sad face with uh, yeah. with a colon and a fucking open parenthesis. And the fact that I may not be a grown man yet. That's so also possible. There, there's still time. Andrew's his own man. He wears shiny shoes and shit. I, I'm not my own man. I'm, I wear, I'm wear fucking Vans Authentics like a fucking 18-year-old <laughs> skater. <laughs> you know? Like, I have one pair of work shoes, and then I wear Vans Authentic like an 18-year-old skater. So maybe I'm not a grown man yet. Uh, and I drink fucking soda before bed and, like, haven't done my laundry in a long time. So... The, the the term grown man has I guess many different colors. I believe in you. Thank you. Uh, quick guitar question. Got the right. Days, right? Yeah, may guitar as well. Gear, the guitar gear slash douchebaggery question. So I have an older beat up Marshall cab and I love it. To my ears, it sounds great. Anyway, I recently played through an Orange 412 and was surprised how good it sounded. If I'm being honest with myself, it sounded better than my Marshall. Okay. This guy really loves guitar shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try another out, and if I like it, I might get it. My question is, does considering buying a Marshall cab, make uh, an Orange cab, make me a douche? Or am I a douche on principle for liking the sound that came out of one? Please help. I think you're talking uh, to the wrong guys here. Have you ever? Uh, clearly, you've never seen me. I mean, you probably haven't seen me, but you've never seen Andrew play. Uh, either of us play through um, old beat-up gear. Uh, I think that's like playing. I mean, if you're a touring musician, definitely not. That's like that's like that's like fucking delivering pizza in a Lamborghini. Yeah, you know what I mean, like um, if you're if you like your gear, play through it develop a relationship with that's it. my trick is all my gear is shit nobody wants but it all speaks to me so i don't give a fuck everyone who doesn't like my gear can fucking line up to suck my balls because yeah. i love it so who cares yeah. if you exactly. love your I fucking orange cab get it if it bothers you kick the fucking badge off of it then and fucking paint it brown yeah exactly uh you don't need it yeah you might not even want it but you played through one, and you you probably saw a band that played through one, and and now bands who tour, professional touring bands, all have like this fancy schmancy gear. Um, keep the Marshall, and like you know, save save money for when you get fired. Because <laughs> okay. apparently you're getting fired, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you don't need that shit. It's like buying monster cables. It's like why the fuck. You know, oh, you know, I, mean, I play through an orange cab sometimes. I, I, I like it. I think it sounds, you know, it sounds all right. But it's, um, I've never missed it when it's gone. That's one of those yeah. things when we tour and we have to use somebody else's backline. We always have that first awkward day where they're like, 
listen, I have this, you know, this fucking Marshall full stack. It's it's a little chintzy. I mean, what do you like to, what do you play with normally? Maybe I can adjust the thing. I'm like, yo, yeah. I don't care, man. I, where, where do I plug it in? Just turn it on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I, I do not care. I don't care if there's a phaser and like an octave thing that makes me sound like I'm playing yeah. through an organ. I don't care. Does, I, if <laughs> that, and that used to like make, we used to tour some real geeks, man. And they would like, they'll take one look at our gear and laugh their ass Are off. Are you sure? Man. You don't, well, let me, let me tweak the mids. I don't care. I like yeah. my thought is if you play guitar effectively and emotionally and it's uh it's a, a legitimate expression you can play mm-hmm. through a battery powered amp on your fucking belt loop and yeah. it will sound fucking awesome because you're just playing from the heart. Who cares? I played on every record and did every tour with a $100 Fender pawn shop amp. Yeah. It's, and it's and it sounded okay. It sounds <laughs> yeah. great. You know, people talk like Black Flag is one of those things that I never want to talk about because it's I see people skateboarding down the street wearing fucking like what is that fucking Supreme Black Flag shirt? It's like real sad shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I listened to the first EP today, and there's a part where you can hear Greg Ginn playing guitar so hard, like so stupidly hard, that the notes inside the chord bend. Who gives a shit what he was playing through? It sounds awesome. Like, I, I, I got that dude at that moment. It was emotive, and I got it, and that's that. Doesn't matter what amp he played through. Doesn't no, nothing never. good. I can tell you it was nothing good, but yeah. yeah. Ain't, ain't no one, and it's like driving a Corvette. Ain't no one impressed by that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Uh, and no one pressed that you have like a 70 pedal pedal board, you know? Yeah. If you can establish a relationship with your amplifier and your cabinet and your guitar and not have to play through 7,000 fucking pedals, it's pretty awesome. Awesome. But if you have to like use pe- like 7,000 pedals as a crutch because you can't really fucking play or because you, you're afraid to hit your guitar too hard, I would urge you to, or- buy- to play keyboard at that point. Yeah, or did you play keyboard, or maybe like uh, get a job, get a job as an accountant, and forget about music. Yeah, get into spreadsheets. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe just go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, because uh, there's bands that play with all kinds of pedals, and it's like that shit's just annoying. You're just you're just dulling the signal chain at yep. that point, and it's not it's the least autographic thing you could ever do. Yep. It's like fucking through, it's like fucking through a sheet. It, it's just like <laughs> honestly, it's it's uh, it's nowhere'sville, man. Mm-hmm. All right, I want you to plug in raw to your amp, tune your amp, and love the, love the sound you've created. Yep, how about that? There you go. That's your um, other homework for this week. Say burn my tower five times and love your amp. Love your fucking sound. And beat off to a picture of Ravishing Rick Rude. And definitely beat off to a picture of Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> if you can find an animated one where he's about to execute the Rude Awakening and he's doing his hip gyration, <laughs> something where he just keeps gyrating around and around. I'm actually doing it right now because I'm standing. So if you can picture this, I'm just, I'm just doing the Rude. I'm even holding a phantom person's head at my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> the Rude Awakening was so good, man. He had that fucking... He was cut from stone, that body, man. Chiseled out. Uh. Damn, that's a funny body I want. If anybody wants an example of the funny body, that's it. That's it. That is the funny body. Holy fuck. Oh, God. I'm going to post a picture of Ravishing Rick Rude in the Tumblr right now, motherfucker. Oh, please do it. I'm doing it right now. And you're going to see it, and it's going to be fucking awesome, and you're going to get a heart on because that shit is so fucking hot. <laughs> All right, while you do this, I'm going to close this shit down. (laughs) All right, this has been Overnight Drive number... Are we on 15 right now? 15. Holy shit. Wow. We are... 
wow, we're we're past the first quarter. Is that right? If we were uh, a financial <laughs> institution, we're uh, yes, we are. We're gonna have to release our fucking our stats for Q1 pretty soon. It's, uh, Andrew, it's I, I, I urge you to look at the Tumblr right now because I've just posted the most magnificent picture of Ravishing Rick Rude oh, ever. I'm really, really excited. Hang on one second. Let me get the iPad burning. Oh yeah. Uh, you might want to excuse yourself. It's that hot. It's my man with tan shoulders. Let's put it that way. Holy shit! It's like it's so ravishing. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Like uh, you really do? Like it transcends sexuality. Like it transcends like sexual preference. And I'm just like that was just a, that's just a hot person. Like, I would <laughs> I would like I would probably bend over for him. No no kidding. He's a man's yeah. man to be sure. It's a fucking man's man. I, you know, I would. It's the kind of guy who's like so hot that you could drink Miller Lite with him, and you could also probably give him a handjob. It, it's cool. It's no big deal. You just you, you no do what him. you do. Yeah, it's like well, I mean, I, like normally I wouldn't do this with a guy, but you are like you are ravishing. <laughs> you are just you are completely ravishing. It's so weird. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, this has been Overnight Drive no, 15. I just, uh, I just posted my response to that on uh, on the Tumblr. Oh, wonderful. Great. Uh, this man, 15. Jesus fucking Christ. It's been a, uh, a minute. Oh, you all right. You just got that. Right. Amazing work. Well, we'll be poor, back poor next week with uh, with episode 16, which mm-hmm. is uh, that's that's our mid uh, Q2 uh, special, yeah. where we uh, we analyze financials of Q1 and uh, and go over why we've consistently lost money since the launch yep. of uh, of the podcast. <laughs> um, you can get us on uh, on Stitcher Radio. You can get us on iTunes. You can get us pretty much any place that you would find another podcast these days in 2011 um tumblr uh is overnightdrive.com the twitter is overnight underscore drive i keep saying i'm going to use that more and i keep failing you which is going to be a (laughs) a, a consistent narrative in uh in our time together uh and then facebook is facebook.com slash overnight drive uh to reiterate Women who'd like to go on a date with ravishing Sean Duty, yeah, uh, hit us up on any of those, or hit us up on Overnight Drive Podcast at Gmail dot com, and send your stats, send uh, <laughs> send your Facebook thing. We're gonna have, depending on how many people enter the contest, we'll uh, we'll maybe have Sean Duty choose who he can. I don't know how that works with dating games. Do we choose like three or four people that fit the profile, and then <laughs> we do. And, it's like oh, uh, and then Sean Duty sits facing away from the TV, so he can't see yeah. the Skype. I mm. exactly, and they and they answer questions. We'll have like a Google Hangout, and the three girls will be there, and then they'll be like, okay, concussion number one. Um, you know, uh, Sean Duty will ask the question. Sean Duty will ask the questions like, okay, if you were you know on a desert island, you know what magazine record did you pick? Blah 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 blah. You know, or like, and they would answer the questions, and based on um, based on the the questions, he would pick one. And then it would be he would turn around to reveal the uh, the bookish girl with glasses that he would choose. All right. And um, then they would go on a, a Skype date. If she's local, they would go on a real date, and then she would uh, have reverse cowgirl sex with Sean Duty. There you go. I would love to imagine a Skype date with a Skype date with Sean Duty must be uh, <laughs> stunning. Must be, fucking, must be a fucking scream. <laughs> Do you want to? If I play a record, can you hear it? <laughs> oh, I love you, Sean Duty, man. Don't think for a second there's any shade, man. It's just Work. all love. 
Work. Work. <laughs> oh, hey, if you go to ifuckedhere.tumblr.com, you can see I've done an update. Uh, Olympia, Washington, and Brookville, Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm very excited. We've got to get into some more internet romance stories, too, on here. That's uh, uh, yeah. that's no, what I made us couple, famous. I, I still got a couple, man. Excellent. I still got a couple under my fucking belt. Oy. We can talk. Actually, next week we'll talk about the the, the third Sarah from Seattle, the girl who came to the uh, end of year practice. Oh yeah, the one the one I met. All right. <laughs> yeah, the one you met. <laughs> Excellent. All right. All right, we'll be back next week. Um, don't. Uh, what, what's our What's our saying? I already forgot. Uh, don't uh, Don't create a square scene, man. Yeah. Don't Don't create a square scene when you're having your three way. Just let it flow naturally. It's, uh, it's sexuality. Everyone's got yeah. one. It's all right. Channel Channel your inner Tupac Shakur. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just Just live life scandalous, man. Steal a hundred dollars for uh, For everyone who's not having a three way this week, just play Skyrim. It's all good. It's It's yeah, pretty much whatever. the same thing. Yeah. Jerk off on your stomach and fall asleep. Yeah. Whatever you you go. So whatever works for you. <laughs> jerk off watching the young ones. Cool. <laughs> Great. I think I'll do that right now. So. All right. We'll see you next week. Uh, let's cue the music. Cue the music. He's simply ravishing.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.